This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back. Silver and Black today, an Odyssey original podcast covering the Las Vegas Raiders. I'm your host, Scott Branson, and my co-host, my partner in all of this, is Mr. Mo Moten. Producer is David Stepanian. Thank you all for being with us again. We appreciate it. Make sure you subscribe to the show if you haven't already done so. If you're watching us on YouTube, hit subscription and hit the notifications bell. Okay, Mo, we talked about the first segment. We ended the first segment with the combine stuff, but I got to continue this because um, the combine cup, I used to love the combine. Now I sort of despise it because I think that as a media group, we have gotten so enamored with covering these guys that we don't always look at it objectively. We're talking about stats and numbers. And while there are things you need to pay attention to important to scouts, again, I go back to what, what so many people are saying anonymously from NFL teams in the press, by the way, I don't know why they won't put their name on it because the NFL loves the combine apparently is the fact that that the tape is what matters. And so you go to this thing, and suddenly it's a big groupthink exercise. I, I can't believe I hear people I respect. There's lots of people I respect, and, and, and I disagree with them, and, and that's totally cool. But I watch them, and they're all saying the same thing. We have people commenting like they're a matinee idol. Oh, look at his biceps. Like To me, it's just really odd. It's it's we've we've not progressed past the point where it's just about performance. We're getting all of this weird take on, well, yeah, if a kid's a good kid, of course, what's he going to do? Get up there and tell you he's not a good person? It's just really odd to me the way the combine has grown, the way the combine has changed. Where are we, Mo? Has it become too much of a groupthink exercise? Has it lost some of its effectiveness? I honestly believe 
it's because of what social media has become. So a lot of people mm, want to mm. post things for their clicks and links and sound bites and stuff like that. So they're trying to, you know, pet up these players just to get that, just to get the eyes on their work. So I think it's probably before social media blew up, went to the combat, it wasn't a big deal. Yeah. Uh, because I remember, I forgot who told the story about Calvin Johnson. I, and, and I apologize, but. Someone told a story about Calvin Johnson going to the combine in his year, and he didn't know that cameras were going to be there. He wasn't going to run the 40. And mm. when he found out that cameras were going to be there, he's, he you know, told his guy to get, get my cleats. And he ran, his, <laughs> he ran a 4-4 flat. And, and, that, and I, I tell that story because it goes to show how much, when you, when you know the attention is on you, when you know they're going to be extra eyes on you, you tend to do a little more. And I sure. think that goes for the media. So when the media the media understands that whatever they tweet out of the combine being on site is going to get picked up by these out, media outlets and, and websites. So they're going to say things to to I don't want to say outrageous things, but they're going to they're going to fluff up their content just so that they can get traction. So they make it in my sense, I see it as a way to make it about them as well as the players. So they're trying to take some of that shine. But I will agree with you in the sense that I think we overblow. Some of the things at the combine, the 40, I love watching guys run the 40, mm-hmm. but to me, it is an overrated drill simply because your, your offensive line, I think Jermaine Illuminar, the Raiders offensive tackle said this, your offensive linemen are not running 40 yards down. <laughs> so who cares what their 40 is? You know? I know it, it, like it's like, it's the only indicator if, if that offensive lineman's a good athlete, what you're looking at with offensive linemen is the explosiveness, a 10 yard split, because that, that's important. The drills are important. The the mirror drill when they have to mirror the defender and, and make yeah. sure they stay in front of the guy. That's important. The 40 for an offensive lineman is not important. I mean, the Q, <laughs> even for QBs, how many QBs are running? Unless you're Lamar Jackson, Jalen Hurts, how many QBs are running 40 yards down the field? Now, it was great to see with Anthony Richardson, but like CJ Stroud, I don't think he even ran because it didn't make any sense because he's not going to be running 40 yards downfield for the most part. No, and are you? I mean, like some of the agility drills, I get it. The vertical drills, um, I mean, Anthony Richardson, yeah, the explosiveness, you get that a little bit, you understand it, and so you do that. It's just remarkable to me, though, again, that there will be some GMs who fall into this. There will be GMs who are going to fall in love with a guy because of the combine, and I'm telling you, a few of them will lose their jobs because of it because they get sucked in to the narrative, and they lose all sense. We see it happen every year. I mean, you look at some of the guys last year at the Combine. I even go back to a guy that I actually love as a receiver, but he has not been an all-pro, and that was DK Metcalf. Remember, he kept falling in the draft, but, man, DK Metcalf running in the Combine. DK Metcalf was going to be Calvin Johnson. He was going to be the next Hall of Fame wide receiver, right? Hasn't happened yet. Has not even close yet. He's a good wide receiver, don't get me wrong. But but this stuff, I just it, it it gets. I think for fans, fans who fall into it, and I'm not being critical of fans. I'm just saying a lot of people get hyped up about it. You and I are seeing it with the interactions we have with Raider Nation. They're getting these high expectations for these kids based on running in their underwear, like we talked about. And to me, that's dangerous. You have to think more about some of these scouts, some of these draft guys who do things based on the college shape. To me, listen. Can guys surprise you at the combine and come out of nowhere because they went to a small school or something? Absolutely. But overall, I think people just need to temper their expectations and understand that they're all there guessing too. 
here's the thing, two things. One, I think a lot of the combine oohs and ahs are coming from people who didn't watch a lot of film or tape. And I don't say that condescendingly, but let's no. be honest. A lot of people are not pouring over film and tape all day. You know, I, I mean, I'll admit, I'm not watching as much film as the film junkies out there. So some of these guys that showed up at the combine were, were kind of new to me and what they could do. But if you're not watching a lot of film and tape, you're going to be in ooh and awe of a guy who runs a fast 40, does well in the drills, because that's your first exposure to that person. Now, the other thing is, I want to I want to say that the combine is still important. I don't want to throw out the combine and tell people don't watch the combine because it's not important because it is. Because Again, I point out the drills, the drill mm -hmm. sessions to me, in my opinion, are much more important than the 40s. I just think the 40s are overrated. But as far as as like, you know, doing the position drills. That's important because a guy like Kaylee Ringo, who didn't track the ball well in his position drills as a cornerback, people are going to question, well, is he going to be able to pick off pass in the NFL? Is he worth a first-round pick right. at that point? Now, he ran a fast 40. I think he ran a 4-3-6. But I don't think he did all that well in the position drills, and I think that's more important. So if you're looking at – if you want to have something to pay attention at the combine, the position drills, and even though we're not going to hear about what got what went on behind closed doors, the interviews are important, interviews. and of course the medic, and of course the medicals for guys yeah. who come off injuries. So yeah, those three things to me are the things you want to look at. Medical and interviews, absolutely, Mo. And I think the position drills you're talking about are important because you might, for example, for an NFL team, they might say, "Hey, we like this cornerback. He's out of Alcorn State, somewhere like that." Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We like the film on them. Right, we see him. He plays well. He's playing competition that's not, of course, SEC competition. So we get him out on the field and we run him through drills to see, hey, could we coach this kid up? Does he have the ability to make it at the next level? Does he have lateral movement that looks good on tape, but we need to see it in person to see? So I agree with you 100% there. It's not the sexy stuff, right? That we're sold the 40 and the vertical and the throwing of the court. Now the quarterback's throwing. Okay, I get it. Right, but again, the quarterback who threw the ball the best. The two quarterbacks who threw the ball the best are not the talk of the combine. That, of course, was C.J. Stroud and Will Levis threw the ball the best, but they're not the two guys uh, that are still leading the charge. It's Anthony Richardson and it's it's still Bryce Young. So, so again, that goes to show you the mixture. So, yes, I agree. You don't throw the baby out with the bathwater, no question. It still has value. I just think the group think because of, and I didn't think of it your way, and I agree with you 100%, is the social media machine and how people talk about this stuff and going to get themselves into a an uproar based on a tweet from a reporter here a tweet from an analyst here a tweet from a coach there and suddenly this guy is going to be uh, maybe the number one overall pick when a lot of people projected he might go in the third round uh in this draft so just craziness but uh interesting uh and i think that's what fans need to do right mo is they need to just look at it and say if you're going to watch the combine stuff in future years or go back and watch some of it if you missed it is watch those position drills, the stuff that might not make it on Sports Center, but it is the stuff that you want to go back and take a look at if you're really interested in a player. Now, the Raiders don't need, they don't have a high need at wide receiver, but talking about position drills, Jackson, Smith, and Jigba, he, mm -hmm. with his uh, catch gauntlet drill, 
Oh. That was the teaching test for the catching guard of Joe. Ran in a straight line, hands up, hands away from his body, able to pull the ball in. Again, straight line all the way through. And he was coming off, I believe he had a, he missed a lot of time because of a hamstring injury this past yep. season, so he didn't play yep. a lot of games. So seeing him coming off that injury, doing that drill at, at ease was an eye-opener. I think that's something like that is important. Again, it's not going to get all the highlights because everyone's paying attention to the 40 and the vertical and the broad jump, but something like that you can look at with a play and go, we want a guy like that because he can run, he can run slants and crosses at ease and, and move the chain. So I think with Jackson Jigglema Smith, he definitely raised his stock, could be one of the top wide receivers off the board. Mo, before we move on uh, and take our final break uh, here on Silver and Black today, I want to ask you a couple of guys that stick out. Of course, we know the Raiders needs lots of them on defense. Uh, up front, the draft is deep at defensive end. It's pretty dang good in the middle, too, defensive tackle, as well as defensive back, very deep. Uh, did anybody stick out to you that wasn't on your radar before the combine that you say, hey, that might be a good fit for the Raiders? I hope I don't butcher his name. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> out of Tamiwa, out of Bore, out of Northwestern defensive end. Very good. Ran a fast 40, also did well in the drills, looked very agile. It's a guy that wasn't on my radar coming into the combine. This is what I mean, that, yeah, I watch film, but I'm not, I'm not pouring over for hours like some of the junkies out there. He wasn't on my radar, but his, for, his, uh, his performance at the combine Definitely stuck out to me as a guy that could be a second, third rounder if the Raiders want to go in the second, third round and have a guy come up, come up behind Chandler Jones. Mm -hmm. Adebore could be a guy that they look at. He stood out. I think he was one of the biggest winners at the combine. Yeah, in fact, you you texted me about him the day you saw him. You were like, man, I was impressed with this guy. And so <laughs> I went back and watched it, and I'm like, I can see why. Uh, quickness was awesome. Like, he, he, you can see him. And you think about it, yeah, you get in the second or third round and give them a year or two to develop uh, could be very good and and could be the situation like you see with Max Crosby where you get a guy who's a little underrated, needs a tad bit of work, not a ton, uh, and he could really surprise and end up be, becoming a really stellar NFL player. Here's the – I'll go on the other side and give you a concern. Not that this guy didn't do well at the combine, yeah. but – Tuli Tui Palatu, who I mentioned last yes. week, and I had to slow down before I butchered his name. <laughs> he only weighed in at 266 pounds. I you're was not shocked. Play, you're not going to play. And this is that's another important part of the combine is that these uh, school websites can list whatever they want. Similar to your driver's license. I On my driver's license, I can put that I'm 6'2". And, and I'm well under 6'2". The schools can put whatever they want on these websites. So Wait, you're not 6'2"? <laughs> surprise, people. I'm not 6'2". But, I mean, it's just like the driver's license. The school can put whatever they want. He was listed, I believe, at 6'4", 290. Mm. And to go to the combine and tip the scale 30 pounds. 66, yeah. that's a big jump. So yeah. he's not going to play defensive tackle next level. He's probably going to have to remain outside. I don't know if the Raiders are going to want a tweener. It, it depends on what they see on film and they think he yeah. can transition. That's another important part, the measurements, the height, the weight, the arm length, as I mentioned earlier. No question. Interesting, interesting times. All right. We're going to take our final break. When we come back here on Silver and Black today with Mo and Scott, we are going to talk about free agency. Oh, yeah. The free agent period, we talked about at the start of the show, the two quarterbacks on Monday, but it's been quiet on the free agent front. In fact, it's been eerily quiet on the free agent front. So we'll talk about what implication that may have for the Raiders and when we might start to see some action there. You're listening to Silver and Black today in Odyssey Original Podcast. We will be back right after these words. <laughs> 